Monday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Sing praise to God who reigns above, the God of all creation, the God of power, the God of love, the God of our salvation. With healing balm my soul he fills, and every faithless murmur stills. To God all praise and glory. What God's almighty power hath made, his gracious mercy keepeth. By morning glow or evening shade, his watchful eye never sleepeth. Within the kingdom of his might, lo, all is just and all is right. To God all praise and glory. Then all my gladsome way along, I sing aloud thy praises, that men may hear the grateful song my voice unwearied raises. Be joyful in the Lord, my heart, both soul and body bear your part. To God all praise and glory. O ye who name Christ's holy name, give God all praise and glory. All ye who own his power proclaim aloud the wondrous story. Cast each false idol from his throne, the Lord is God and he alone. To God all praise and glory. Bow down and hear me, Lord, come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress, have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart. For my life is spent with sorrow, and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength, and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors, and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. 
Blessed be the Lord who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyrs strength. Watch over your people who come to you here, and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Guide me in the way of your truth and teach me, for you are my saving God. A reading from the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. My brothers, I want you to know that my situation has worked out to the furtherance of the gospel. My imprisonment in Christ's cause has become well known throughout the Praetorium here, and to others as well. Most of my brothers in Christ, taking courage from my chains, have been further emboldened to speak the word of God fearlessly. It is true, some preach Christ from motives of envy and rivalry, but others do so out of goodwill. Some act from unaffected love, aware that my circumstances provide an opportunity to defend the gospel's cause. Others promote Christ, not from pure motives, but as an intrigue against me, thinking that it will make my imprisonment even harsher. What of it? All that matters is that in any and every way, whether from specious motives or genuine ones, Christ is being proclaimed. That is what brings me joy. Indeed, I shall continue to rejoice in the conviction that this will turn out to my salvation, thanks to your prayers and the support I receive from the Spirit of Jesus Christ. I firmly trust and anticipate that I shall never be put to shame for my hopes. I have full confidence that now, as always, Christ will be exalted through me, whether I live or die. For to me, life means Christ, hence dying is so much gain. If, on the other hand, I am to go on living in the flesh, that means productive toil for me, and I do not know which to prefer. I am strongly attracted by both. I long to be freed from this life and to be with Christ, for that is the far better thing. Yet it is more urgent that I remain alive for your sakes. This fills me with confidence that I will stay with you and persevere with you all for your joy and your progress in the faith. My being with you once again should make you even prouder of me in Christ. I know that I shall never be put to shame because my hopes and expectations have never been disappointed. I fully trust that now as always, Christ will be glorified in me whether I live or die. For to me, life is Christ and death is gain. Christ will be glorified in me whether I live or die. A reading from a letter to the Philippians by St. Polycarp, Bishop and Martyr. It is not out of presumption that I write to you, my brothers, on what righteousness means, but rather because you asked me to do so. For neither I nor anyone like me can equal the wisdom of the blessed and glorious Paul. When he was in your city, he fully and courageously taught the men of that time the word of truth. When he was absent, he wrote you letters. 
By carefully studying these letters, you can strengthen yourselves in the faith that has been given to you. This faith is the mother of us all, followed by hope, preceded by love. Love of God, of Christ, of our neighbor. Whoever lives within this framework has fulfilled the commandment of righteousness. For anyone who has love is far from sin. Now the source of all evil is the desire to possess. Mindful that we brought nothing into this world and can take nothing out of it, let us put on the armor of righteousness. We must begin by teaching ourselves how to walk in the commandment of the Lord. Then you should teach your wives to walk in the faith that has been handed down to them in love and in chastity. They must love their husbands with complete fidelity, but they must cherish all others equally and with self-control. They must raise their children in the discipline that comes from the fear of God. We must teach widows to be discreet in all that concerns the faith of the Lord. They must pray without ceasing for all men, shunning all calumny, gossip, false witness, greed, in a word, every sort of evil. They must bear in mind that they are God's sacrificial altar. He sees everything clearly, nothing escapes his vigilance, be it calculation, thought, or some secret desire of the heart. God, as we know, is not mocked. Let us walk in a way that is worthy of his commands and his purposes. Deacons, in the same way, must be blameless in the sight of his goodness, for they are servants of God and of Christ, not of men. They must avoid calumny, hypocritical talk, and greed. Merciful and diligent, they must control all their desires, walking according to the truth of the Lord, who became the servant of all. If we please him in this life, we shall receive the life to come. For he has promised us that he will raise us from the dead, and that, if we lead lives worthy of him, we shall reign along with him. This is what our faith tells us. There are many things that are true, honorable, just, and worthy of love. If there is anything virtuous, anything worthy of admiration, think of these things above all else. Put into practice what you have learned and have been taught. Then the God of peace will be with you. If there is anything virtuous, anything worthy of admiration, think of these things above all else. Let us pray. Father, you show your almighty power in your mercy and forgiveness. Continue to fill us with your gifts of love. Help us to hurry toward the eternal life you promise and to come to share in the joys of your kingdom. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Thanks.